0: Hi, this is Cheryl Tebow, and welcome to the Walk of Life, Passion, Purpose and People. Our special guest today is Alex Fox with Nalimpia and now Glossary Live, which we're going to talk about, which is so exciting. That's her new venture. And over the next few weeks, we'll be joined by a wide selection of guests and experts in the beauty industry to promote the launch of the new book, career in the beauty industry discover if it's for you which alex is a contributing author and today we're talking about her chapter and what got her interested in the industry and how she developed nail which is a global nail competition and uh introducing you now welcome alex hey cheryl thanks
1: so, so much you. for having me hi there great to have you how are you doing today Yeah, I'm doing really good. The sun's shining. It's a bit chilly over here in the UK, but the sun's shining and spring is in full bloom. So it's rather lovely. I guess it's dinner time there for you, isn't it? Uh, Yes, I will be cooking. I will be cooking a spaghetti bolognese when we're done. (laughs) It's time to feed the family. (laughs) Yummy, yummy.
0: So tell us about yourself, Alex Fox, and how you fell
1: into the nail world and, and what do you want to share with us? crikey um well to be fair to be fair Cheryl I didn't um I did fall into the beauty industry into the nail world I didn't pursue it I didn't wake up one day and say I want to write about nails for the next 25 years um it happened to me but it was one of those beautiful happy accidents that happens in life where you find an industry you find your niche and you uh and it just feels like the right place at the right time and you stay there um I was um, actually a journalist uh, for the the photographic industry. And I'd done, um, gosh, a year and a half on the trade magazine Panorama to the UK, which was for photographers. And then I'd moved on to working with amateur photographer and photo technique, one being a weekly magazine and one a monthly for amateur photographers. So it was for the consumer uh, consumer readers. Um, and I had an absolute ball in there while learning all about um, well, I was a techniques writer. So I was learning about how to take a photo, all the different things from polarizing lenses and freezing birds in flight and freezing water as you photographed it and bracketing and all these wonderful wow. things. And I was interviewing fabulous photographers all over the country. and It was wonderful. I loved the job. Um, and obviously I really upped my game photographically at the time um, and then I had my I, I was pregnant for the first time and the commute to London which was taking me two and a half hours from uh, really? I in, yeah I lived in a town called Newmarket where the oh. which is famous for its horse racing um, to get to from Newmarket to London caught well, to my actual office was two and a half hours each way,
0: wow. so
1: I were five hours of my day was commuting, and so pregnant I did it pregnant right up until three months before when I got quite ill and had to be bed put, put on bed rest they call it, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't commute with a baby. Otherwise, there would be no point having a baby <laughs> if right. I were right. So um, I did. Um, I had a few weeks at home with her, and then I got a call from the pe- people I'd worked with before, who said they'd um, been working on and launched the first ever nail magazine called Nails Plus, and would I like to come and write on it, part time? I was like, yes, this is this is near where I live,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, sounds interesting, a magazine all for nails, and 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 a launch, you know, the first ever of its kind. So that all excited me. So I went to work on Nails Plus, and as as luck would have it and and the way things jive in life, um, ended up being the editor um, about a year later. So that's how I ended up in in the nail industry. And from there, um, we launched, you know, myself and the team launched a salon magazine, uh, a magazine for Ireland, which was on hair spa and beauty and nails. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we did a newspaper called Beauty and Health Business, I think it was called. And then a spa magazine called Spa Plus. So we ended up with a really nice library of um, magazines for the beauty industry. And then we did run the very first, just before I left, we ran the first Nail Roadshow which had a small exhibition with it and it was written yeah it was a nail road show of, ex, of, of exhibitors and then we ran the first nail championships which i did with keaton patel who's who's a very iconic nail person in the uk industry and beyond mm-hmm. um, so that was my first time ever running a nail competition that was january 2003 <laughs> what is a nail road show what what does a road show mean yeah. oh I mean the, that might be
0: a UK term but I don't know what it means in Canada.
1: oh okay <laughs> sorry yeah well, you will know exactly what it is I've obviously yeah g- given it a, a term a, a bizarre term road shows because it was going to go London Nottingham Newcastle Manchester Birmingham it, uh, uh, an event a pop-up event maybe we call them pop-ups now okay. where you'd have booths from nail people Okay. and then then a nail competition in there and you'd run it in different cities so road show meaning show on the road
0: okay okay so i would have called it just a little mini trade show or something so similar, yeah, similar. Yeah. okay okay got it <laughs> that's so cool so then you um tell us how nail Olympia started that's so exciting because it's it's massive now it's a global competition which is great so how did you how did you start Nail Olympia?
1: Well, I, I I didn't start it. I inherited it. Um, I've just been very very lucky. I ended. It's 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 a concept that was started in year two thousand by three U.S. brands. Um, that was too much fun. Do IBD, and EasyFlow. And I'm sure I don't need to say who those brands are. I'm sure everybody's well aware. So the three heads of those brands decided that they weren't comfortable with the competitions around at the time and didn't feel that people, people were either going into branded ones and um, didn't, didn't know if they could cross-fertilise across. Competitions were complicated. So they decided if they came together, then competitors could understand that it didn't matter what brand they're using, they should feel comfortable that they were included. And so they came up with the division idea so that you could go in at your skill level. Um, and they came up with the idea of having an eclectic, diverse uh, judging panel so that, again, you didn't feel like, oh, everybody, every all the judges are majority from one brand. Because that makes competitors uncomfortable thinking that they're already on a back foot. So that was started, Um and I, I forgive me because I am in my 50s now. Now I know that Danny Hale, Danny Hale David Daniels um, and Jim Johnson, and there was a gentleman called Lee and I can't remember his surname. So they were the people that um, came up with this great idea. I was writing in Nails Plus about it at the time and saying, oh, you should go to the USA, the amazing nail competition. And it was called the Nail Olympics and it was based in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, yeah so in 2004 I asked if I could go over it was being the head judge at the time was Lisa Comfort and I asked her if I could come over go behind the scenes and help out because I really wanted to have a look and see how it all ran and when I did that I was just oh I was so excited it just put it put um fire inside me should we say and, um, and I was super, super keen to do something like this for the UK. So I asked if I could, if I could make a, a London leg um, and, and I got the affirmative. So in 2005, in May, I ran the first one in London mm-hmm. and it did, it did attract, which is even more exciting, it attracted the nail royalty of the time. I mean, you had on that floor, you had David Fowler, uh, Tom Baichick, Tom Holcomb, Alicia Armando, oh, crikey, <laughs> so many. It basically, it, was, it attracted people I, I hadn't imagined. It It had amazing competitors um, on that first one, which was incredible. Um, and so anyway, suffice to say, I've run it every year ever since. And sadly, I think 2005 was the last year it was run in um, the USA, um, and then I've had to, I ought to just know, I've had to change the name um, because the Olympic committee asked me to no longer call it the Nail Olympics. And so in 2012, it changed its name to Neolympia. Olympia. So that's how that came about.
0: That's cool. So you went from USA, Vegas, to London, and
1: now you are where? Well, um, for the 2022, this, this coming year, uh, we're in Germany next month. Then Orlando in June, London in October, and Mexico City in December. But just pre-pandemic, um, because I know you're sitting, you're sitting, I think, right now in Vancouver. Um, we did, we did run, which is actually when I met you. We did run the first one in Canada in in Saskatoon in the winter in (laughs) in the freezing cold winter (laughs) November 2019 and it was minus 21 it was (laughs) it was a shocker but (laughs) we did run one yeah we've run it in Canada and Estonia and uh, Australia as well so it's had quite a few very sexy locations
0: well I wouldn't call Saskatoon Saskatchewan a sexy location (laughs) by any stretch but you know what it's in Canada now and, and we're aiming to get you back here and working on that so we can bring it back again to a warmer
1: climate. <laughs> yeah, if we could change the month, if we could make it a little warmer, that would be that would be most appealing. Nicer for sure, yeah.
0: So um, now you have glossarylive.com. I can see on your little backdrop behind you. Do you want to talk to us about that?
1: Okay, so Glossary Live. It ha- um, at the time of, reco- of of you and I speaking today, it hasn't launched, but it's on the brink of launching. Um, it's it's taking. It was, it was supposed to have launched a little while ago, but it's quite a complex site which is holding it up. Um, it's basically a digital platform that's designed to celebrate, celebrate and elevate nail artists and their work but on a global platform so it's a way of um bringing together the nail community through education and inspiration much like you do I mean obviously my my um career has been um, around magazines this is like Mm -hmm. a similar way but but more global so you can bring people into a portal and it's it's a way of communicating right across the globe and showcasing work. And salons um, and techniques and all the things that um, nail professionals are doing, but accessing them in Peru and South Africa and Taiwan and going around the world and saying, "We found this nail artist. Look at what she does. We've been to this nail salon. Look at what they do. You know, look at this work from this this particular gentleman. He's an amazing nail tech in Saskatoon or what have you." So, um, it's got levels different levels of education it's got lots of interviews much like you're doing with me now Mm -hmm. I do a lot of interviews um with nail nail professionals around the world and as does um I'm doing this with Alicia Romando Mm -hmm. and she's also going around the world interviewing and showcasing her skills and techniques because she's obviously a champion world champion nail tech yeah
0: yeah that's fabulous. That's fabulous. Well, you know our title of our show, the Walk of Life. It's passion, purpose, and people. Well, we've got you on as our people. Tell us what your passion is, and what, like, do you have a specific passion that keeps you going every day on this in this industry? And and you know, or are you passionate about something else? Maybe your cooking or your spaghetti you're making later. <laughs> what fuels you every day?
1: Gosh, that's that's um that's quite a big question because I suppose <laughs> I suppose what I've always been um very much is I'm a people person. I love people and I love connecting with people. And so, uh, I mean, there was a long time where I lost my purpose. Well, not so much lost it, but I definitely in my thirties started questioning if I had one. Um, Not least because I was because I have suffered um, up until quite recently, actually suffered with strong bouts of depression, which started when I was young and um, were a very big problem for me when I was young. Because nobody back in the 80s, nobody in the 80s in the UK, nobody really cared what young people were going through. To be fair, it was just go to school, get on with your stuff and what have you. Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize I needed help um and so I mean I know you've asked me a question but I think there's there has to be a backstory to um answering something like this because it's quite deep um but suffice to say when you're battling depression for many many years and you become somebody that has to hide a lot I mean I've been someone that's hidden a lot um and I come out of my shell and I become this person but there's a lot of not this person behind behind me um but I would would like to say that in recent years I've definitely um got the help I needed the help the guidance and what have you and through all of that found my purpose and found the ability to question what is a purpose and why do I need one and it Finding my purpose definitely changed my life path and gave me gave me the strength and the and the direction and and the meaning, because I was looking for I've been looking for years and years and years for the meaning of life. I didn't really call it purpose. I called it my meaning. Um, And then through finding an empowerment coach. And I know at the time I had my empowerment coach, it wasn't all over the Instagram and what have you. Uh, And so it was a new thing to me. But a friend of mine was training and um, I went down the route of of having quite a serious amount of empowerment sessions with her. And it was life changing, absolutely, superbly life changing for me. Um, It put my life back together. It put me back together. Um, it, It was just the most I would recommend. I really highly recommend an empowerment coach to anybody who feels that they are struggling with anything. Mm-hmm. So I was with them, um, Impa- they're called Empowered World, um, Empower World. And actually have I have got four episodes from them that will go onto the launch of glossarylive.com if anyone wants to actually access this, these amazing people that help me. But what I did realize through all of it is that the drive and motivation I've always had is because deep down I always knew I love people and I love writing and I love reading. And so it makes sense to me that I've got this creative side and I love creative people and the nail industry is full of real characters and people that are living their authentic life and their authentic personality. I love I love the people behind the art and Um, I love writing about them and I love most of all being able, having been able to support nail artists on their journeys by writing about them, elevating their careers, elevating their personas and helping them on their journey. And with Nail Olympia, similarly, I get to award people who are successful on the competition arena and in doing so help them, uh, become better artists, and just happier, better, more wholesome people. So I get a lot of joy out of supporting the nail industry in the the roles that I do.
0: I know you have a story in you that you can't wait to share with us. If you want to be a featured guest on the Walk of Life podcast, just go to the show notes and we will get back to you. Wow, Alex, thank you for sharing that someone of your stature in highly respected in our industry, that's very deep for you to share with us. And I'm going to tear up here a little bit, but it makes people realize you're a real person, you know, and, and the fact that you went deep and shared that is, is very, very special. A lot of people, as you know, I've been teaching for 40 years. I've come across so many people who they live in their shadow they they hide behind the front and for them to hear those words coming from you is so empowering because life coaches empowerment coaches a mentor all of that you know back in the day Of our age, you know, because I'm 60. And and back then it was you never talked about stuff like that. You hid and you tried to fake it till you make it, and and everybody thought you were rosy and glamorous. I mean, I've had a quite a colorful life too. And and someone who has just met me recently said, Wow, you must have married well. And I'm like, What? (laughs) She said, How do you have what you have on your own? And I'm thinking, Oh, if you only knew my story, you know, and, and that got me really thinking, people don't know your whole story, they see the surface you, and they see what you, you know, provide them superficially, they don't know the depth of what that took to get you to that point. And thank you for sharing that, because I think that opened up a whole lot of hearts that now our listening audience can reach out for help if they need help, you know, and it's okay to do that where, you know, like you say, back in our day, it wasn't okay. We had to hide behind whatever we did and pretend we were perfect, you know? So thank you for sharing that. That's, that's really helpful. My
1: pleasure. And I think, I think maybe what might be helpful is that I'm now, if I'm in my fifties, I'm talking about, um, children, you know, people being born around the the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, where it was really quite a grim time Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And there really wasn't a a time when people, children could reach out. People, you went to school, people weren't looking for your bruises and people weren't looking uh, to check if you were were eating enough at home and all, all these things. It was a difficult, difficult time and um, and of course, those children from those eras are now the adults of today that are running the business, running businesses and running successful salons in, in our world. Successful people, but doesn't mean but they're not still locked up or locked inside. And I found, um, you know, it was through it was through my mar- my first marriage falling apart that I realized what what, what a mess a bit of a mess I was inside and the empowerment coach organized me it was like internal organization and very powerful because I found out an awful lot about myself and I also calmed down a lot and I learned to forgive and that then led me actually Cheryl to reading a lot of Buddhist texts Mm-hmm. and in there i went through the journey of facing judgment and facing acceptance and mm-hmm. facing forgiveness and really beautiful powerful stuff that brings you into quite a wholeness where you can start to be calm and and realize that life isn't as painful as you think it is
0: wow well you are an inspiration to many 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 i know already and you know oh i'm i'm not going to cry <laughs> almost got me there alex (laughs) but again i just want to thank you for that heartfelt message because you know that is beautiful and thank you for being a real person that people can look up to and respect you know that's just great so how can
1: people find you oh well um I I I'm very accessible I'm accessible through Facebook as Alex Fox although I did recently get married my I'm going to remain Alex Fox so I won't disappear um I can be found as Alex Fox Cambridge on Instagram so that's if people want to access me for any particular reason um but if you want to come through avenues of work then it's at Neolimpia Competitions and Neolimpia Competitions on Facebook and Instagram, that is.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and then there's the accessing Glossary Live when it launches very soon. That will be, that'll be accessed as a portal, www.glossarylive.com. And currently that has an Instagram, which is at glossary underscore live. So lots of ways. And then there's always emailing, which is a simple neolimpia at gmail.com. And I'm happy to talk to anybody that wants to showcase their art, showcase the interior, the, the interior of their salon, talk about their team, talk about their workshops, uh, tutorials. I mean, literally anything at all to do with the nail industry is of interest to me. That's fabulous. That's so fabulous. And I just
0: realized that we kind of went on a few different tangents. And I want to ask you... Tell us about the New Olympia competition itself, like what kind of categories are there? And it, we kind of went off that a little bit. Can you, do you want to get into that a little bit deeper? And also just want to make it clear that New Olympia is for professionals only. So people have to be a licensed professional, certified, whatever word they use in their state, province, country, before they can participate this isn't for just anyone who's watched youtube videos and
1: decides they can do their own art at home right well i don't um, well that's an interesting one actually cheryl because i know that's interesting you say that because it's uh i know that um orlando now olympia orlando um asks for everything you've just cited mm-hmm. but at near olympia london i don't ask for that and um i think maybe germany also does because they are currently li- um, both countries that have licensing now the uk is actually on the brink of bringing regulations in so um it possibly will change but for london i don't have a stipulation because i have three divisions which is student level never as in never say student level it's never competed before so mm-hmm. that could be anyone because um I mean the chances of I've never had anybody that doesn't do nails enter so okay. so that's so that's never happened to me but I've got the division one never competed before division two competed but got as far as uh bronze, uh silver medal second place Um, And then the master is anybody who's who's won a competition. So gold. So that means that you're competing against your the skill level that's correct for you. Um, Now, there's gosh, there's lots of competitions. We do lots of competitions because we like to change it up and make it fit with the landscape of, of the nail salons out there. Um, while also challenging and exciting the artists within. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, at the moment, we have competitions like Invent a Nail Shape, where we're expecting a nice long one nail to be sculpted in Baroque or however. Um, I mean, there's a lot of exciting shapes out there at the moment, but they all start as a stiletto and they kind of take it from there. Um, That's we have quite
0: creative. That's quite creative because you think, how many nail shapes can I make out of one long fingernail nail, you know, and some of the things that you see come out, it's like, wow, you have a creative mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, people are putting Just everything that. from a peacock coming off to a sphinx to an aeroplane. I mean, it's really, <laughs> it, you know, it's anything, anything at all you can think of can come off the end of that nail or, or sprout from it. Um, but we do things like fantasy complete look. That's the exciting one where you're doing a costume, makeup, and hair. And then you're building the nails that are within this theme and they are actually made at home and then put onto the model for one hour at the competition arena. And then they, um, they attract an awful lot of photography and a lot of press interest and what have you.
0: And the hours of work that go into putting that design together, um, people just look at them and say, Oh, okay. But you know, there's, I I would say 80 to a hundred hours in some of those,
1: yeah, so you' looking, you're looking at anything up to a year people are doing those nails at home because you're doing ten separate nails and then maybe they will when, when they're on the hands, maybe they will be connected, maybe they'll go around the back of the head and all sorts, but yes, they take months and months and months and months to do at home and then one hour to put on the actual nail during the competition um, but we do we do the competition pink and whites where you are creating um a beautiful pink nail plate with apex then you're doing the wafer thin um free edge with with the c curve and the lower arch and the upper arch and and all those uh, elements of the nail having to be perfect across all 10. um we do joy of nails which is three three structured nails that that are different in form and shape and then have to have up to 20% bling put on with crystal crystal embellishment. Mm-hmm. Um, we do flat nail art for the, one, for the people that really want to paint, uh, mixed media for those that want to paint and then do 3D art on top. We do runway, which is inspired by actual doing session work on the runway, reality nail art. I mean, there's so many competitions, so many ways to explore your creativity and your skill set. So do so say. Mary
0: Smith comes in now can she only compete in one competition or can
1: she enter as many as she wants how does that work with with uh, yeah you can you can enter as many as you want and I would suggest that anybody who comes into division one really does enter as many because you'll only ever be a division one for for once in your life you can never come back and do that again because it's for the people that have never competed so you're better off going in for five or ten or 14 competitions in, in, you know, just because that opportunity is there. Um, but yes, we do, we do, uh, we do bundle the competitions. So if you choose to do more than three or more than five, then it, it becomes different costs so that you can bulk buy if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do, it depends how many are being run. Every New Olympia does, uh, chooses the ones that it wants to do for its, its region mm-hmm. but i do also um i'm combining scores from orlando mexico and canada and london and germany but it will be your top three scores from a location for the global cup nice and then i'm doing a european cup between germany and london so nice. there's lots of exciting trophies you can win um medals and just really exciting competitions to take part in
0: that's awesome, and I just now that you say that I want to thank you because I got a little present in the mail the other day from you.
1: Oh and yeah,
0: I got my little medal, and that was beautiful for judging. So thank you for that. That was so nice. I have it hanging, and thank you for that. Um, back on the Neil Olympias topic, though, my question is, why or how important is it for somebody to participate in a competition how much do you see their skill growing like what what is the value of
1: someone participating in that massive value absolutely massive um, because first of all to embark on a competition whatever your motive or agenda may be at the time but if you're going to embark on it You're naturally going to be um, practicing before the event. So whatever happens, your skill set is being polished. You're you're already upgrading your skills. So for any, I mean, I would recommend anybody who chooses to go down this route, tell as many of your clients as possible that you're you're going to be taking part because clients love to support. And you end up with this camaraderie. Your clients want to know where you're going, which location, when is it, what are you going to compete in? And so it it builds up a camaraderie between you and your clients. Mm-hmm. Your skill set definitely benefits. Um, and it's only really when you've got to the arena and you've experienced or you, you've gone through the competition. Maybe you've, you've done it online because that's what we've had to do in the last few years. But you, you can't beat the arena for the buzz, the energy, Mm -hmm. the networking, the, the idea that you can arrive. And yes, it's, don't get me wrong. There's competitors experience anxiety and worry and concern, but that's because they care about what they do. Um, But there's nothing more exhilarating than the energy on the arena. And then you know this this then brings about friendships that you weren't expecting and you get to meet people that you've read about in magazines and people that you've seen on the internet and what have you it's, it's about bringing together you start being part of a nail community and very few people go into that arena and then never come back it's <laughs> it's it's addictive yeah. um, it's exciting it's inspiring it's motivating and and it and for um, so your your skills are always going to benefit, but on top of that, a medal does bring an awful lot of um, of benefits because yeah. straight away if you've got a medal, then you're going to go to your local your local media and say, you know, would you like to do something on me? I've just been to London, or I've just been to Germany, and I've come back with this this silver medal. This yeah, is what yeah. I did. These are the nails I did. Um, and then you know it's about all sorts of things can come from this. I know that uh, especially when you become a trophy winner, when you when you get to that level, you're you're sought after by brands. You're sought after for trainings all around the globe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it just changes up your the whole nail persona that you thought you were. Everything changes, but everything's very beautiful from that change.
0: Yeah. yeah, and
1: and it also increases their confidence
0: too. Oh, confidence
1: you know? is is sorry, I can't believe I missed that one out. I mean, confidence <laughs> is um, it's an unbelievable confidence booster, and the camaraderie as well. You you do feel part of a community. You do feel like you found your people. It's it's very very exhilarating and definitely good for the soul and great for the confidence.
0: Yeah, it it so is. Um, I know people. Well, like us, that have been in this industry for so long, and you know you, you you know all through my book, actually, the common denominator is the people. it's the people. I'm in this for the people. I've stayed in this my whole life because the people, you know it's it's based on just loving and hugging, and you know, you just can't wait to get to that next trade show to yeah. to see the people from all over the world, you
1: know because- you who honestly thought that fingernails could be <laughs> such a magnificent bringer of people together? I mean, it's yeah. really fabulous when yeah. you think about it.
0: It's almost hard to believe that was a comment I was going to make. Who would think, you know, that that fingernails are, are so massively important? I was um, speaking to someone the other day and we were talking about when in the seventies, when, when, well, early eighties, when I first started, nails only started coming around in the late seventies, eighties, and they were so thick and clunky and it took five or six hours to put on a set. And we had to hand file them all and squeeze the shape of them because, you know, there was no such thing as self leveling or anything back then. So, you know, the industry itself has grown so much, you know, with our product and our training and, yeah, training. Let's talk about training for a minute. Why do you think it's important for people to continue training? Uh,
1: because in, in well, in, it's the case in any industry actually, but in the nail industry, from what I've, I've experienced, um, techniques and products change all the time. There are techniques which have become old hat and no longer used because they don't serve with what we now know about the anatomy and physiology of the the nail unit itself. Uh, There's products that we no longer uh, would promote using, I think are still potentially used in certain parts of the world, but we wouldn't promote at all because again, they are, they're hazardous to the nail unit. So um, it's interesting because as as you, you would like to think that we know everything about the nail unit now, but even, there's always things coming out there's always more biology to learn there's more chemistry to understand and when you are playing uh, playing sorry but working with playing with <laughs> <It> seems like <laughs> playing
0: it's always
1: fun so I mean, nails, are fun. nails are fun so i guess <laughs> I, I imagine i'm playing nails all day but um in, in truth working working with the chemicals that are on a nail desk they're they're hazardous they need They need to be understood and they need to be um, researched and trained in. You need to understand what you're using, how you're using it and why and how it works with the product next to it and why it's called a system. Mm -hmm. You need to understand why that nail lamp, your nail lamp does what it does and why it has to be also matched to the system that you're using and why you can't willy nilly flip between the two. Mm -hmm. You need to understand how, um, a gel what what makes a gel a gel and what makes liquid and powder work and why they're different and who they are who they are better suited to there's so much science in nails and this science changes and it evolves and um and I mean, what's more of a concern is that yes for the people that have trained to always do the CPD continuous Continuous, continuous personal development. Oh, I was really hoping you'd catch me there, but I don't know if it's if it's a, a term that you use in, in Canada. Continual personal development uh, is essential for everybody, but I I would be more concerned about the people that are in the nail industry right now who haven't done their foundational training, the people that don't understand the nail unit and don't understand. Um, you know, e-filing, that's, that's another one, e-filing, you can't just put an e-file on a nail plate and hope, and hope to goodness, you know what you're doing, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of keratin layers there, and they are there for a reason, An e-file, you need to know exactly what you're doing, and which bit to put inside it, and how to manipulate that, so that it does its job, but doesn't take it any further, because the danger You can do terrible damage to a fingernail with an e-file. You can do terrible damage with the wrong chemicals. You can do terrible damage by not putting uh, the right amount of UV, the matched UV and the right timing and everything. Um, You can leave your clients with uncured product on their hands that looks like to the naked eye cured product but actually it isn't. So there's a million reasons why the nail industry needs to be regulated and education is paramount mm-hmm. um, on your techniques as well as your product use. Mm-hmm. And if, if we had um, everybody out there doing the right education and the depth of education necessary, then the nail industry would be in a much better state than it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. And because, you know, I teach nails, it's amazing how many students I have just come in and think in two days, they're going to learn everything they need to know and take a weekend course and pop out the door thinking that they're, you know, going to do that. And like you said, the chemistry, the anatomy, you know, all the science behind everything. It's it's massive and it's not a one or two day course, you know, it's it's hours of training, you know, 20 exams just in in what I teach. There's, you know, 20 exams and then it's endless hours of practice and practice and practice and and learning from your mistakes and other people's. And, you know, it's 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 more than more than people think.
1: (laughs) I I would say I would say your your regular person on the street has absolutely no idea the skills that a nail technician a nail professional walks around with i mean the the creative side which is the site that side obviously that really excites me Mm -hmm. is just one element because a nail professional a fully fledged nail professional is absolutely heaving with knowledge Mm um exceptional exceptionally yeah
0: Yeah. and we can't forget the therapists we become along the way (laughs) because you know, we I know in my career, we have I have actually probably most of my friends to this day I've met across my nail table, and they yeah. are still my best friends 30, 40 years later. You know, and you develop such a deep rapport because you see them well, now not every two weeks, it used to be two weeks now with the product advancements, we can stretch it out, you know, three or whatever weeks, but you know some of them, I never saw my friends as much as I saw my nail clients because yeah. every, you know, a couple of weeks consistently, they sat across from me and, and you learn their kids, you learn their parents, you learn their life story. You're invited to weddings and sad to say funerals, but you know, you just become intertwined in someone's life. And, you know, you, besides making friends in the industry with, you know, people in the industry you make friends with your clients as well and um a lot of that you do become almost like a counselor yourself where you're hearing all their stories and and you know there's all that so there's a lot more to a fingernail than people think oh my goodness
1: there is (laughs) There really is Yeah. yeah
0: yeah alex do you want to close with anything do you have anything that you want to leave us with well I mean I think I think
1: if I was going to do do a a, a, a verbal giveaway, um, it would be that if if anybody out there is considering competing and wanting to to give it a go, just go for it because there's not there's not a champion that I've met out there. That wasn't terrified when they first went into that arena. I don't know anybody that has ever said to me, "Alex, it was such a breeze. I just came in and I thought I'd do this and try that." No, the the greatest nail techs around have all walked into that arena thinking, "Bloody hell, how's this going to go?" And 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 looking at the nail desk next to them and thinking, "Ooh, ooh, what's what's going on over there?" And you know, a combination of 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 concern and worry, um, but excitement. I mean, this is the thing is that, you know, I don't want to make it sound like a negative experience. It's a very, very positive experience. Mm -hmm. And one thing um, I would say, I can't speak for other other nail competitions, but when we run the nail competitions, we do it with love, and a smile, and a welcome, and a greet, and a come and do this with us. And and so, you know, I think Nailimpia is very smiley and very friendly.
0: Yeah, for sure it is. And I've, I've seen that too. And you're so you're such a huggy person who cannot love you, you know, and you're just up there. You're just amazing. And I want to congratulate you on your new wedding too. That's, That's fabulous. Great. So you're beaming in joy. I can feel it in the energy. So thank you for that. So um, as well as Alex has mentioned how to find her, I'm just going to close a little bit and tell you that I'm also posting her contact information on my website, which is MissCheryl.com, M-I-S-S-C-H-E-R-Y-L.com. So if you need to connect with Alex, you can always find us there. And also on my website, we have for you a gift, and I invite you to go there and grab it. It's a ebook called Setback to Success. And it is, um, well, Setback to Success is a career in the beauty industry that answers your questions as to whether safety, sustainability, and job security is found in the beauty industry. So there's a lot of answers to that. And of course, you can pick up the book that we're talking about, which is Career in the Beauty Industry, Discover if it's for you. And Alex, I don't think I told you, we have over 400 years of combined knowledge and wisdom in that book. So it's, you know, it's massive energy and and understanding from people from all over the world and every entity of the business. So anybody can go there and and read the chapters. and, And as you people have heard from Alex, she has so much knowledge to share. Her chapter is amazing and um you can just go there and and grab your book and so you can find us on facebook or instagram it's Cheryl Tebow one and our facebook so subscribe we'd love to have you on our channel and subscribe to us and um that's it so this is uh Cheryl Tebow and I thank you for listening and I thank Alex for being here with us. And I just I hope you got a lot out of this chat with her today because I sure did. And um, you know she's a fabulous woman to know. So once again, Alex, I thank you for being my guest, and I thank you for being a contributor to our book. And I look forward to more Olympia competitions and, and getting to know you better. So thank you again for being with
1: us. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, no problem.
0: So this is Cheryl Thibault and I want to thank you again for listening to The Walk of Life, Passion, Purpose, and People. And we would love you to subscribe and give us a little five-star review because we always like those. So thanks for joining me. And I'm signing off. And in the words of my little brother, bye for now.